like to get up, get out of bed. Fill your cup and get ahead with WKGN. One, three, four, oh. Now from the studios of Fox Sports Knoxville, this is Three and Out with Nate Hodges and Houston Kress. Fan Run Radio. To the end zone and caught for the touchdown, McCoy. Milton to Brew McCoy. Milton going to take a shot wide open and just struck in his Keaton. Joe Milton does it again. Best formation football there is. And that feeling for Josh Heupel. The Tennessee Volunteers are the champions of the Capital One Orange Bowl. And Joe Milton has got to feel great. Rick Barnes, Bill Self, shake hands. Tennessee, they're your champs. The bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis goes to the Volunteers. And they were the bad boys from the jump in this one. That's an interesting question. This is a slow shot. Wake up, squirrels. You got a visitor into the trees. You called down the thunder. Well, now you got it. You tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me! Seltzer Studios of Fan Run Radio. It is three and out. Nate Hodges, Houston Crest, Adam Hickman, and Turn Brett. We're all here for you today. And speak for yourself. You are literally in the building. I can't speak to your mental. I'm not here for anyone but myself. Oh, okay. Yep. I see. We open today's therapy session. Now, did you see the title of the show, or did you just say that? I just said that. Call it Therapy Thursday. 66-65, Vanderbilt over Tennessee last night in college basketball. I'm kind of mad at you. What are you mad not, at me not, about? Not, not that you did anything wrong. Okay. But that you didn't have to watch this live. Ah. Uh. And went to just, like, you kind of got the score... Knew what had happened and uh-huh. then got to watch it. Well, it was um, the Florida game. It was something. They asked, so our curling league's Wednesday nights. These Wednesday schedules killing me. But the Florida game, I told them not to tell me, and so I didn't know. And so I went home and I watched like the last ten minutes, having no idea that we lost. 
And that was almost worse, I think. So, Vanderbilt game started, and I was, was like, do we want to know? It's like, yeah, I guess let's just stay updated on what's happening. And, you know, I remember that the first update I got, we were down, but only by a few points, first half. And then, eventually, it was, do you really want to know what happened? I was like, yeah, tell me. I was like, well, Vescovy was at the line for a one-and-one, up two, misses the front end, and Vandy comes down and hits a three. To Actually, what happened is the score popped up as a final, 66-65. And then I was like, what happened? And then it went away. It went back to 65-63. Mm. I guess because they went to the monitor to review it. Mm-hmm. So the like the game cast like, took the points off the board, and then they added them back, of course. Yeah. They did. Thanks. But now I had when I got home, you know, I watched what the last highlights, ten minutes, the end, the whole the whole Phillips not scoring thing. There's a lot. There's a lot to get into. All things considered, though, it was a probably the most entertaining game we've had all year. You know, minus losing dunks, mm. a lot of Vandy threes, back and forth. Yeah. In-state opponent, but the pace was pretty crazy. Like I tweeted that early in the first half, I was like, "I'm not used to games being played like this." <laughs> I mean, it was uh, only scored sixty-five. Well, I know points. that's what makes it funny. Is we only scored sixty-five points, but the pace of the game for a while was like we shot breakback. We we shot breakneck, six- breakneck, not back. Yeah. I guess it's kind of they roll into each other. We there. shot sixty shots. Chris, you know the the key stat, right? There's many. Well, how many free throws did Tennessee shoot last night? Well, if you watch the whole second half, you'd have a little more understanding of this, but uh, they shot three. Three free throws. Mm-hmm. How is that even possible? Only got to the line three times. Never got fouled. That's why they had all the fouls to give at the end. Mm-hmm. There could have been more fouls called. That they really let them play in this yeah. one. I mean, they really let them play. I mean, you'd think that'd be an advantage, Tennessee, though. Like we're the more physical, like grinded out defensive team. Andy's a team that you know can score and let you score. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Tyreek Key had fourteen off the bench. Vescovy had fourteen in starting lineup. Phillips and Kamwa ten each. Awaka had eight, but a terrible sequence. At the end of the game, yeah, I wanted to game. ask you about that. So he's like, he's a little gassed at that point, uh-huh. and he's running down and he's doing what he's you know tried to do. I'm the big man. I'm going to the paint. I'm going to get on the other big guy. And it looked like they had time, but maybe Joe was worried about like an angle pass and then a post entry. But it felt like Josiah waited really long to point to the corner and say, "No, you got to go get that guy." Yeah, and. Jimmy, what game was that? Anyway, Jimmy Dykes in one of the games was like, no one communicates better than Tennessee. No, I mean, multiple announcers have said this. No one talks more than they do. Awaka was inside the three-point line running to his guy before yeah. James was like, no, 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 go to the corner. And at that point, you could see Tobey kind of hesitates like, wait, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And I get it. Josiah was fronting, so his back was literally to Awaka. But I just felt like we got to... Like, he's got to communicate that maybe to, to Key, I think, and then Key can communicate it. Because to t- Tobey gets way too close to the paint before he realizes, oh, 
he wants me to switch and go pick up his man in the corner. And then he, you know, I don't think it was much of a foul for some of the crap they didn't call, but goes, flies through the air, gets called, and then obviously has to come out and have a talk with Rick Barnes. There was actually another three-point attempt by Vanderbilt in the first half that, like, watching it, like, I just was like, ah, crap, because I knew it was a foul, that they didn't call it. Now, to your point, there was less contact on the Awaka foul in the corner there late than there was. I think I remember the one you're talking about. We kind of creamed a guy in the top left corner as you're watching the Mm -hmm. game. Yeah. Uh, One in Stripe says they let them play and then they didn't. But it was us that only got called for fouls, hence the I mean, you still two, have two fouls in 18 you, and a half you minutes. You still have the ball going towards the basket with 12 seconds left up to. Oh, like, no, I, I know. How do we lose this game? And I'm not I'm not even sure that it's – I don't know that, even know that I agree with Rick Barnes. I don't even know that dribbling it back out is a bad play. Yeah, I – Because now you have less time and you're going to go to the line unless you do something stupid. I was having that conversation. This is not like and everyone was just, and white. was just so quickly like, you just got to dunk it. And I'm like, well – Yes, points are good. That does make it a two-possession game. Have you seen us try and make layups? What if he dunks it off the back iron? They go down and yeah. win it with a game-winning three. Guess what? Guess who gets killed? Phillips, why didn't you just dribble it out, mm-hmm. man? They still have fouls to give. We could have run the clock down more and they would have gone to the free throw line. I thought people were really quick, including Rick Barnes, to, to dive on Phillips for that. Bus. And I and I want to be like, Rick, why didn't you tell him? Yeah. More animated coaches as soon as he caught that ball to be going, score! Dunk it! What would Dean Lockwood be saying, Houston? Score! Score! You would have known. Score! You would have known. You're the freaking coach. Well, why, Tell them what why, to was, do. why was that not relayed in the. Uh, like, and this is. Brett and I were talking about this before the show. He's a young guy, he'll learn. Who's going to teach him, Rick, if you didn't <laughs> tell him in that moment? Well, what, did it, what are you drawing up in the huddle? Are you drawing up a play to score? Or are you drawing up a play to get the ball in bounds? Exactly. And if you get a free run to the basket, why did you not say, hey, guys, by the way, if, hey. we, if we slip something and it's wide open, go dunk it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's two, it's two seconds. By the way, if you get a free look, just, just go. Take it's it. Layups and fr- it's, like what, it's like, what mode are we in? We'd always say, we're in layups and free throws. Layups you do and not free take throws. a shot unless it's a layup or a free throw. Yep. <clears throat> And you, I don't know if it's kind of weird because he looked to the bench, but at that point he was already even or maybe slightly beyond Rick Barnes. And then he kind of looks back. And then I think he realizes I'm really close to the basket. I don't want to mess this up. I'm just going to dribble it out. At the time, I'll be honest, I did not hate the idea of dribbling it out. The announcers are like, this is a great, super smart play. Because if he scores. The other guy said you got to score there. Well, after I had time to think about it, yeah, I guess so. But the like the if Vanderbilt goes down and hits a three and cuts it to one, mm-hmm. and now there's more time to play the foul game. It, yeah, if they hit a three, cut to one, and then Vescovi gets fouled, misses the front of the one and one, and they go down and score at the buzzer at the basket of two, then everybody's like, "Yep, dumb play. Should have dribbled it out." Yep, could've, I know. Could have been up four with eight seconds to go. <laughs> like it. it it's either way. The problem right. is you missed the free throw. Yeah, the problem was the outcome. Yeah. That's that's why everybody. I mean, and in the moment, I think there there was a, a large majority. I wouldn't say majority. There was a large group of people who were livid that he didn't just dunk it or go for the layup. I was, I was not. I I, I really at the, at the time. 
Yeah, he did. Huh? He looked at the rim. I know, but... And then he's like, nope, I better pull it down. But at that point, like, you have the lead, you have the ball, and time is on your side. More. Yeah, they, have, like, they had you two have fouls you're left gonna to You're going to run get. out more... You're going to run off more time. It, even better. Because if they you, have to bring the ball up all the way up the floor. So you can press. We don't press. No, I'm saying, like, you could have been on top of their guard and make him dribble the ball down the court, at least take three more, four more seconds off the clock. Maybe they miss. Maybe get the rebound. It's but a two-possession game with 10 seconds left. And they had fouls to give, right? It's a what? Well. If he had dunked it. Oh, I see what you're saying. They yeah, yeah, yeah. They had inbound yeah. the ball. Yeah, Because you can't, you can't call timeout. You, you would have forward. essentially forced Vanderbilt in. If you put a little pressure on the man, bringing the ball up the court, having to pick it up, you'd probably force I, I, it in having but, one but, more possession. But you also get to inbound the ball two more times in 10 to seconds. To waste time. Yeah. How did, how, did it, how did it go to – Eight seconds with two inbounds because they just out executed you on the on the next because they were they were right there to foul. Yeah. Well, the ne- the very next one we almost got a five second I saw call that too, yeah. because he didn't see Kumwa leak into the backcourt and doesn't throw it up. And luckily Rick Barnes was by the ref to call the timeout. Yeah. Then we come in and I th- then we get it. Well, the first one I think was to Zakai cutting like up the middle. Then we get it to Vescovy, who like did a really sneaky job of getting in the paint. Wasn't open, but then just turned and opened up and got a quick foul called on him. But Vanderbilt By not w- shooting it, if you had gotten the ball in and been able to make one pass, exactly. you could have run the clock out. Yeah. And they never even get the ball back. But we weren't – we're terrible at handling the basketball. Not just dribbling, but all of it. Dribbling, passing. Was the passing that bad last night? No, I just mean in general. Okay, gotcha. We struggled to pass the ball. Well, I had nine turnovers. We, wow. that's, that's crazy that we only forced eight. I mean, I, I'm i going to get killed for this. I thought Vandy's game plan was so good. I thought their offense, like, if they had a fast break, they were taking it. If they didn't, they were going to run that clock to four seconds, and they were going to just stand up at the top and dribble the ball. They were running action. They were wearing us down defensively. They didn't always get a great shot, but a lot of times they did. It's like what I said about Kentucky. They don't mind defending. They're actually really good at it. But the longer you make a a team defend, especially with all that side-to-side and we're switching and we're having to communicate, eventually there's going to be a breakdown. There's going to be a mistake. Jerry Stackhouse, I get it. Like He's had his issues. He's not a great coach. Charlie Collier said he's, you know, there's 100 coaches better than him. Maybe that's true, but he's got some really good stuff, and his team was able to execute it last night. I thought we got tired on the defensive end. I thought we didn't have great legs late. And, like, offensively, their scheme was really good because they got, they got their shooters open. Look, and, and, and I'm not saying – Even the non-shooters got Well, th- and that's the thing. Like, they got – they got everyone looks, and even their non-shooters who shoot 23 and 26% combined to go 6 of 8 in the first half. Like That's the kind of thing you need to have happen if you're Vanderbilt. But I thought the action before they were getting shots where they're moving the ball. I mean, just everybody's what, – what, what do we say all the time Like in a, in a situation when we're on offense? Like, why is everyone just standing there? Why is everyone just watching the ball? Vanderbilt was cooking, and they mixed it up. They go inside to Robbins, and then the, the next possession, they're giving it to this guy for an attack. Like, they, they were all over the place offensively. They didn't have just one thing they were trying to do over and over and over. We get in trouble for that sometimes. Mm-hmm. They had a, a very mixed bag, a wide variety of stuff that they were running, a wide variety of players that they were going to. Their guys hit shots. Like, Robbins hit three threes. <laughs> yeah, like quick, I think. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, back to it. Like, he right checked, bam. 
Yeah, what, I mean, he had like 10 at the half. He only finished with 14. That's what I'm saying. Like, we kind of, I don't know if we took him away or if they kind of looked elsewhere, but like, they, Vanderbilt ran really good stuff. He put half our team on a poster. He put two players he on kind of a poster. Coming in the game from three. He's three for four. Yeah, but he's been really good the last couple Dude, games. Julian Phillips catches the ball right in front of Rick Barnes. Like, he catches the ball with a, his back heel on the half court line. I mean, Rick is right there. Just yell at him, score. Dunk it, whatever, anything. But you know he didn't say anything because that's Rick Barnes. And then, and then he's even with him after a dribble. He's still even with him. Yell at him. I just can't even believe he didn't shoot. Well, I mean, the, the the main problem here. And it is wasn't 18 seconds. Rick Barnes was like, with 18 seconds, you got to dunk it there. He he didn't even remember the game. That wasn't the 18 second possession. No, like that. That is what happens after he got fouled. When you have a coach that beats these players into submission and makes them constantly second guess every decision they make on a basketball court you can't play basketball if you're out there thinking about every move you're going to make on offense that was what a lot of people said after the game rick barnes probably did want him to dunk it but when he is the way that he is you don't know if he's going to be screaming at you after you dunk it or what and heaven forbid you miss it but yeah, that would have been. Then best. you're really on this his is a terrible list. baseline inbounds set too, where we barely got the ball into Vescovy, who had to post up to get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like Kamwa and Phillips are both setting like screens for Ziegler and Vescovy to just you know come off of, but they're in positions where they can't slip and they don't even move. They just set the screen and then watch the inbounder try and get it into one of those two guys. Like it's terrible. If you set a screen by just standing there, you're not really setting a right. screen. Right. You're not. Not. You're not screening somebody. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to get in the way. There is actually a very big difference between setting a screen and being uh, an obstacle. How we got out coached by Jerry Stackhouse? I mean the the play to end the game. Genius. Brilliant. I mean he only had four seconds left, mm-hmm. and instead of trying to like instead of I always say it when you have a little time like that. If you can just make a pass, you'll get a good look. Yep. All these usually these teams inbound it to their best player. Their best player dribbles around, shoots a really tough four shot. They miss, you lose. If you can make a pass, not only do they make a pass, they throw it to the big guy with four seconds left. The hammer throw. And they've got the other guard waiting and ready to come off. It was it was it was really well designed. And I mean, and he can obviously go to the basket and score and send it to overtime. We played that handoff about as bad as you can play it. Yep. Zakai guessed which side he was going to come off of mm-hmm. and got roasted. Kamwa doesn't hedge at all. He's just, like, lackadaisical. I mean, this is only deciding the game, Kamwa. I don't know if you want to, like, maybe put a little effort in here or not. And then once they both get roasted on that, I mean, dude's going to have a layup. With, well, I mean, Zakai's so quick, he has recovered to, basically to his hip. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's not going to be able to, like, cut him off. I mean, dude's going to have a layup over Zakai to Titans in an overtime. And so Vescovy's just like, well, not going to give up a layup. Comes all the way over to help. And they had just enough time. Hammer pass. I guess that's still a hammer pass. Kind of, yeah. It's, it's a little more. It's not the patented hammer no, pass. No, I know. I know. <laughs> steal from LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which he patented. Right. Yeah. Right. On the last page of the book. No, it, it's de- this is definitely a little bit different, but that's that's what you want out of the hammer pass. Like, just 
Yep. Draw them in baseline and then kick it to the corner. Wide ass open. Yeah, and I like I heard. Did you listen to any of VR last night? No. It's gold, Jerry. Russell is down bad. Bad. What, what do you mean down? Well, as as patented king of the Negavols, yes, I know what it feels like. And you, Point two, the balls. Oh, it's crazy. It, I, I was like, oh, he didn't get that off. He didn't get that off. I'm like, oh, Shows is going to send all these people back off the court. We're going to win. It's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah, point two. And don't forget, when they called the timeout, they went and checked the time and put point eight back on. So just make sure they got it right. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, but uh, Russell has – he's not given up on the season, but he is teetering. Oh. I've, ne- I've never heard him that mad after a basketball game, actually. Yeah, he was, he was pretty fired up. I listened to the whole thing. Uh, I did, too. Must have missed the apology they gave me. <laughs> uh, I'll go back and check the tape on that. Uh, about two two weeks ago, I was absolutely clowned on there by those guys for uh, saying that it was absolutely ludicrous <laughs> to say this is the best Tennessee basketball team ever. But, I don't know. I, oh, I, I might have missed it. That's even better. Point one out of his hand. Barely. I mean, that's as close as it gets. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Best basketball team history, Tennessee. Hey, at least we out rebounded them. Mm-hmm. But it's the little things that matter. Mm-hmm. By eight. I mean, really. This just... isn't a knock on a walk but you know, you had a key possession late. You ran just your regular stuff and ended up with a walk get taking the shot. Like that's why you have to call offense. No, someone someone tweeted that last night. I thought it was a really good tweet. He's like, with this veteran team and as well as he's played tonight, that cannot be your go to in a must-win game on the road in the SEC to a true freshman. That cannot be. Like, if anything, you need him in position to grab the miss from somebody else. Mm -hmm. But by making him the shooter in that situation, you are severely limiting your ability to get an offensive rebound because he might be the best offensive rebounder in the world. Yeah. That second part was me, but the first part was Who was guarding him on that play? Was Was it Robbins? On the one he took late there, uh, or was it him, or is it uh, Melora Brown? I mean, either, either way, like Robbins, a, a walk is really good, but having him out there yeah. trying to go to work on a guy who's got six inches on him—it was sixty to sixty, two fifteen to go—and you know, Zakai draws Robbins with him coming off the ball screen, so he kicks it back to an open Awaka. Who basically, I mean, he's not going to catch and shoot that from the elbow. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he catches it and he takes a dribble back into Robbins, who re reestablishes position. And then he just kind of shoots a kind of a forced layup almost. I mean, he doesn't even hit the rim. It's like just off the backboard and no chance. Going back to the last play, I saw some people killing Viscovi for coming down and help and leaving the guy in the corner. Yeah. Had there been more time, I would have totally agreed. I wonder if in the moment he made the executive decision of this guy does not have the time to drive to the rim, kick it to the corner, and that guy to get the shot off. And he literally made that decision .1 second too early. Yeah. No, I think I think he did. I mean, it really comes down to a .1 second decision because because he left his guy completely. He didn't. He didn't think. No. You know. And and he sold out in the layup. Yeah. Once once it. the guard turns the corner, or really as he's beginning to turn the corner, and Kumwa does not get in his way at all. 
Vescovy doesn't even look back. If Kamwa makes him take one wider step, yeah, yeah, then then there's no ability to pass. That guy has to shoot like a runner, or or a tough layup to send overtime too. You don't even lose if that shot goes in. I mean, at least re- not at that point. Really, he made he, a heck of a pass because he was so off balance. Yeah, he put it right on that guy. Really, he and Mayshak could have done a better job of, a long of pass closing too. the gap oh, right there. If if they come together and and wall him off. He probably ends up thinking, I have to just jump and shoot this, and we, yeah. we probably win the game. But both of them kind of get caught. God, I, I get Meshack right there. He doesn't want to help off, uh, what was the guy's name who killed us in the second half? Yellow Shoes. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, he didn't want to help off Wright because Wright had been really hot. But, man, if, if I don't blame it as much on Meshack. But what is, what is, what is Olivier Comois doing right there? Dude, you are so big and wide. You just take a wider step. Yeah. That's all you have it. to do. And honestly, if they call a block, who cares? Like, you're not going to get beat if he goes to the free throw line. In fact, I was wondering, like, it depended on who touched the ball. But I was like, man. If, yeah, if a bad free throw shooter gets the ball. You foul him. Just put him on the line. I was like, worst, worst case scenario, they tie the game. But you're not going to lose. Best case, they miss a free throw and you win by two. Second best case, they make the first, miss the second. You win by one. But no, this no, was there's lo- only four seconds left, though. Oh, I know. I mean, I th- uh, like in my head, I would have thought like Vescovi. I mean, they've already thrown the ball in, handed the ball off, mm-hmm. dribbled it all the way to the basket. In my head, I'm like, there's no way they're gonna kick it to the corner and shoot it all before the no. Clock that's runs that's out. why I didn't want to kill Vescovi last night. People were like, I can't believe he just left his man in the corner. I think maybe Russ said that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, they love to kill Vescovi for everything. Vescovi, he he made a decision. Because at that point, he's thinking, there's no way this guy's going to get enough on that pass to the corner, and they're going to have enough time. And like you said, Zakai got, he guessed wrong, and he's, like, Zakai's on the guy's hip, like, the back hip. So if if Vescovi's not there, he may try to finish the layup. And honestly, with the fouls that Zakai had committed, he probably fouls him and he makes the layup. Mm, yeah. Zakai committed three of the dumbest fouls I've ever seen last night. Just bad. One I don't think was a foul where he just tapped the guy on the shoulder and he made the layup. That was just, I didn't think that was a very good call. But you just don't touch him. Just get your hand away. You're not going to block the shot. And if you're going to foul him, foul him. But you can't just tap him on the non-ball shoulder after the ball's gone in, basically. I mean, Viscovi goes straight up. What are doing on a 60-60 possession, though? Like... They obviously call some play. Vescovy just flips sides of the floor. Awaka just screens because the guy's coming by. We pass it to Vescovy. He just holds it. Key and James just space to the corner in the 45. And they're just standing there while Awaka rescreens for Zakai. Then Zakai comes off his butt. Liam helps a little. Key's standing there like, hey, pass me the ball. I'm open. James is just chilling in the corner or just. Freak athlete, five-star, just hanging out in the corner because all he does is shoot threes. Vescovy's now just chilling at three-point land at the other 45 because he's just watching the two-man game between Zakai and Toby Awaka, known offensive juggernaut. He's pretty good last night. And Zakai passes it back to Toby at the free-throw line, who then just takes a power dribble right into the seven-footer and essentially shoots an off-the-backboard air ball. I mean, that's, great. that's just wonderful offense at a key possession. Not to mention that, that's the one where Awaka's the last one down, and that's that's what you're talking about. Dude, I, 
Josiah has taken Liam at the at the not his name. Yeah, at, you yeah. know, under the basket, and they're trying to. He's trying to tell. Yeah, he's trying to tell Tobey who to take. But that's what I'm saying. He it, pauses at the top of the key. He never makes it to the paint, and he starts to run towards Vescovy's guy. Like, there's another hesitation. I wonder if he thought Vescovy would bump right there. Like, would he bump to the yeah. corner? And that that probably is what well, they should hesi- have done. He hesitated because he was thinking Josiah would just switch with him. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. He's running to Josiah because Josiah's on his man. Yeah. But really, I wonder, once he... Because Josiah turns around and, and motions to him. But I wonder if the better play here would have been for Vescovi to bump to the corner and just let Tobey pick up right at the top. Because now you've got Tobey running the long way to the corner when Vescovi could have just bumped. I mean, they might still get the pass off, but Vescovi's going to be in position to at least get a hand up and probably not give up a shot, honestly. Oh, my. You just can't foul the guy. Is that a foul? I mean, he had to have hit him. He's looking right at it. It's right down the line. Mm, yeah. I mean, he just—he's lost. He's in—he's in the—he's in, in the key. We're just lost. He's between the free throw line, top of the key. Yeah, I know. I'm and watching. He hesitates it too. twice. I mean, this is—that's like high school stuff. Like, we yeah. gotta make sure we match up five on five when they bring the ball down the floor, guys. Well, it didn't help that he fell on that shot attempt. I, he like banged his knee earlier, and like when he landed on that, he hit the floor. It was just like kind of a bunch of bad luck. But yeah, he looks to Vescovi's man. Then he looks back down to James, almost as if he thought James would have kicked out by now. And then, then he goes to. The, he's still looking down at. He's he's just thinking, hey, I'm the big guy. I'm supposed to be guarding the big guy. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I'm supposed to be. I just don't. Didn't communicate well. Didn't communicate. Foul had no impact on the shot. It was going to miss no matter what. Well, if there's any good news, we, uh, Lenardi did say before the game, win or lose, we stay a two seed. Good. We might be a five seed before it's all said and done this year. All right, we're way over. 865-546-8200. Give us a call. Let's talk about it. What an ending. Vescovy's 80%. Come on, dude. I know. Make a free throw. You got to think that shoulder is really bothering him, right? He just hit the three. Yeah, he was good from three. He was four of eight. I would actually make the argument that even with a shoulder injury, like shooting threes might be slightly easier just due to the fact that you're in the game, you got the adrenaline going, you're not really thinking, but when you stop and you sit there and you got to shoot the free throws, it might affect you a little bit more. We were two of three from the line for the game. <laughs> like, I don't care how much they're letting them play. You shot like they fouled you on purpose for one of those three foot free throws. Yeah, you got one trip to the line that wasn't like Vanderbilt doing it on purpose the whole game. That's a that's the problem with this team on offense. We've been saying that for a month. Yeah. They don't get to the line. Yeah. They don't they can't they don't attack the basket. I mean, your your all world athletic five star guys are just they just stand around ready to shoot threes. They can't they don't, you know. 
Yeah. Uh, and we and, and all right to answer the question that we've been asking all season: When you got to have a bucket, who are you going to? So the play they ran last night on multiple occasions was a little overcross setup action to get you in a two-man game with Zakai and your five. And your five on one possession was Tobey Awaka, and he ended up shooting an air ball. And your five on the next possession when you ran that same set was Olivier Kamwa, who knocked down a mid-range jumper. So those those are the shots that you're getting when it's money time. When it's mm-hmm. when it is really down to the nitty gritty. Hey, come on, hit the shot. We're taking shots over the seven footer with our defensive rebounder rebounding profile guy and a mid range jump shot with Olivier Kama, who did make it. You are right. He did make it. So if all you care about is results, we scored two points out of those two those two possessions. And really, that should have been enough to win this game. I just don't think that's good enough to score down the stretch in a in a in a loser go home situation. I mean, and we got Vescovy and James and Phillips just chilling around the three. Actually, it was Key on one of them, just chilling around the three point line, so that if it, if their guy helps on Zakai, we can kick it and they can knock down a three. Which is not terrible. I mean, that's what a lot of teams do. They go, mm-hmm. they go ball screen, right? Bring the big guy out, go ball screen, let your point guard drive and create. But I, but what teams are learning is they don't really have to help onto Zakai as long as their guy on the ball and their guy, their their guy guarding the screener helps enough because Zakai is not going to finish over anybody. For him to make the layup, he has to get complete completely by his guy yeah and our big guys are not going to not usually going to knock down the jumper or even take it now Kamwa did in that last possession so but but basically your your best play right now at least what the what the calls called showed last night is that it's Ziegler off a ball screen with shooters just spotting up that's what we're doing that's it And then you got the whole, you know, like us just struggling to get the ball in bounds. And with, with yeah, the, I the actually, way we struggled I, to get I actually it in, liked it on the side way more. Then we get it on the baseline. I'm like, ooh, that really shrinks like your angles when you have to because at that point he can't move. He can't run the baseline like after a made basket. I think you you throw the baseball pass to the other end. Well, Kumwa was open when we called the timeout, and yeah. I said the same thing. I'm like, that's going to waste so much time. And honestly, at that point. I net. would have sprinted. I would have set a reverse back screen for Zakai, and I just thrown a baseball Send pass. Send it. Yep. Yep. Now, if your passer overthrows him out of bounds, you look like a moron. But if Zakai Ziegler catches the ball in the backcourt going away, the game is over. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to dribble it out. Yeah. And our guys should have worked harder to burn more clock on a few of those plays. I agree. They just kind of stood around and let him foul us. You got to run around, make passes. That's a that's a We didn't make a single pass, I don't think. That's did we? an underrated art. No, not really. That's an underrated art late in games mm-hmm. because I mean, teams are really good at getting down the the floor quickly, scoring a two or kicking and hitting a three and then fouling you immediately and the the more time you can just burn off here or there, the less opportunities teams have to do that. Needed to burn point one more second, Nate. Oh my gosh. Point 1 three free throws. I mean, they shot 12. 
they were 10 of 25 from three. So our great three-point defense. 10 of 25, and one of the misses, they made three free throws. Or I guess I guess that make, doesn't count as an attempt. That's kind of weird that it counts as a make if it goes in, but not as an attempt if it misses. But anyway, yeah, they hit basically another one because of the three free throws. Yeah, yeah, that's what I always I always do that. Lawrence was eight of twelve, three of four from three. Robbins was only five of thirteen from the floor, but he's three of four from three. Yeah, those two guys shoot like a combined twenty four percent. We, we talk about that being the problem, though. When you're so defensive, a team can just have a good night shooting, and all of a sudden you're in a dogfight. Because mm-hmm. there's just not that much separation on the scoreboard in games that you win. All right, we talked a lot about the end of the game, but, I mean, why was it, why was it close? Like, why weren't we just... Uh, the first half, it was because those two guys went, like, a combined six of eight from mm-hmm. three. I mean, they were hitting tough twos. Robbins was letting it fly from Robbins, three. Robbins came out ready to go. I think Ziegler was in foul trouble. Yeah, he picked up two, had to Dumb sit. Dumb fouls. Yeah. His first two were really, really How'd bad. How'd the offense go when he went in the game? Uh, well, Tyreek Key was hot. So, I mean. Oh, you'd think. <laughs> it's tough. Basically trying to run we ran more lob plays to the rim in the first half last night than we've ran in the past four years. Well, we ran that same one to come while, what, four times? Well, we did pretty well to Texas, right? Like... Yeah, but this oh, one, we, yeah. we tried it four times. It worked once, barely. Kumwa jumps too early and is actually coming down as he catches it and was We're able to dunk it. That. He scored against Texas. I think it was Texas. He only played 20 minutes. It was the other night, though. Crazy. Maybe it was after Texas. He, like, caught it and he came down and then he went back up and scored. And they're like, mm-hmm. it's a really smart play there by Kumwa. If you're not balanced, you just come down and gather yourself and then go right back up. Like, All right. We're bad jumpers. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, come on. I think he had a dunk on, like, maybe the first possession of the game. It was the second. Like, he is the king of dunking the basketball when it looks like it's physically impossible for that to be the end result. Mm. But he's not very graceful in the air. I think he's an underrated jumper. Okay. I think Kumwa can jump a little bit. He can jump, but does he do it at the right time? Does he do it from too far out? It's I think lobs are tough because you don't know if it's going to be like a beeline lob or a lob lob, and that was a lob lob. But luckily, that's what I'm saying. Kumwa jumps early on a floating lob, but he because he jumps so freaking high, he's coming down as he catches it and mm-hmm. still able to throw it in the back of the rim. He had a five-point lead with 9.45 to go in the first half. It's 23-18. Well, isn't that another problem with this team? Like they once they get that five point lead, and we've kind of said you didn't score until six thirty eight. Yeah, another four minute drought. We're kind of guilty with this about this too. Like, oh, a five point lead for this team—that's like ten. They're so good defensively. I think every time this team gets a five to six point lead, they get a little. They just like they think they think they've got something there. You went from nine forty five to three thirty two. With one field goal, mm-hmm. that was it. We can't, we can't score. Key miss, but jumper. the droughts are made up by the fans. Yes, miss jumper, triple J miss three. Olivia Kamwa turnover, triple J miss jumper. Zakai made a jumper. That's our two pointer. Kind of halfway through the drought. Vescovi turnover. Phillips miss three. Vescovy missed layup. 
and then Adu makes a jumper at 332 as you're down three now. You went from up five to down three. It's a good-looking stroke, though, by Adu. Nothing but nylon. <sighs> like, that's where you got to, like, pull away and be up ten at halftime. Six minutes and 15 seconds, you scored two points. Against Vanderbilt. This isn't a good defensive team. That was that Adu jumper, by the way. Oh. Which. Yeah, he just said. No, I'm just saying that's not the most common of mm-hmm. occurrences. Yeah. Chris did decide to keep rocking with Josiah James, though. I gave him the option to switch, and that's not he true. decided to rock with James. This is all a lie. Uh, well, final segment, hour one next. Final segment. Buzzball. Well, Rick Barnes is really proud of Jerry Stackhouse. I mean, it's one thing to say that when they, <laughs> when a guy, when a rival is beating someone else, he beat you. You can't say that. Imagine Philip Fulmer losing on the Jabbar Gaffney play and in the post game saying, "I'm just really proud of Steve Spurrier." What a comeback. It was a hard-fought college football game, and they just out-executed us at right there at the end. I'm it really is, proud. That of, is so I'm weird. really proud of Steve Spurrier. I think it just made me... He would have been fired before the word Spurrier got out of his mouth. It's supposed to be a rivalry. No, 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 it's not. Okay. As Adam worse. Hickman reported yesterday, live on this show, it is not... A rivalry. It's not. What if Josh Heupel had said in the buzz? I'm just really happy for Shane Beamer to get this win. You know, such a nice guy yeah. who's working so hard. Spencer I know Rattler they didn't score an offensive that... touchdown last week. Right. He really figured it out. Rattler really got that monkey off his back. I'm just really happy for him that he played so well. It's like what? Like it's a competition. Like they're measured against you. Mm. But, but, Nate, they're two North Carolina boys. They're both going into the North Carolina Basketball Hall of Fame this year together. Legends. So. You heard the story last game. I don't think we talked about it, where Rick Barnes apparently turned down the Tennessee job years ago. I mean, we already knew that, I guess. But I didn't know that. Th- I, yeah. He apparently was offered the Tennessee job years earlier. I guess we can go back and figure out exactly when in that While was. While he was at Texas? Uh, I'm not even sure if it was then. When he's at Clemson, maybe. Mm. And he said he talked to some people, and they're like, eh, it's a <laughs> – oh, yeah, this is the best part. I, I'm sure somebody remembers this from the broadcast, but it was it was during the Auburn game, obviously. And they said he was offered the job, and he asked some people around, like people that would know, and they're like, yeah, I don't know, Rick. Like, I don't know if you want to go to Tennessee. I mean, it's kind of a – you know, it's a football school. And mm-hmm. It's, Kind of a fickle fan base when it comes to basketball. And then I think that's when Dane Bradshaw – no, I think I don't even think it was Dane. I think it was Tom Hart said, but, you know, Rick Barnes, a guy from just over the mountains there in Hickory, North Carolina, he always filed that away that he might love to be the Tennessee basketball coach one day. 
And now, I mean, he's just proving that these fans really do love basketball, another basketball. Right as this, this is like in the first half of the Auburn game, as the crowd, like, won't get on their feet during yeah. big moments. It was the weirdest, most embarrassing thing. Well, uh, that question got answered last night, by the way. It's really been answered the last three games. Yeah. Why aren't people more excited about this team? Because we suck. That's a little harsh. Suck. We're just Hickman, not you, that good. It's Hickman. It's a it's a zero or a ten. We know this. We do suck right now. And we have the scary potential here to suck a lot more coming up. Well, that's what scares you right now. Is like there's no real get right game. I mean, last night was supposed was to be it. that. That was yeah. supposed to be the get right game before the really tough stretch. Uh, instead, you now get a Missouri team who's in the tournament. They're playing. They're playing pretty well. They're not like a leader or anything. But then it is Alabama, at Kentucky, at Texas A and M. You don't have a get right game until South Carolina, and depending on what you do these next three, that game's at home. There might be about nine thousand people there. But like the problem is like last year. You know, this is about the time you hit your peak last year, and you were peaking against Kentucky. Arkansas, Auburn. Like now, you're going downhill and Fast. you've not even got to your hard stretch yet. Like mm-hmm. your hard stretch starts, I guess, really Saturday or Wednesday, depending on how you want to look at it, and you're on the downward spiral. Well, we were worried last night, right? We weren't overly confident. No, right. Yeah. I was I was pretty confident. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brett scored. said he was he was worried and he was right. I thought it might be ugly, but I didn't think I us losing was a possibility. I hadn't seen anything in the last couple games to think otherwise. Rick Barnes was asked about Julian Phillips. Obviously he had to talk about it that then, but two other times he went out of his way to throw him under the bus. It was like Define throw him under the bus. Um Well, they asked like uh like later He said he was asked about the confidence on offense, and he said, what did we have? And he's looking down at the stats. I haven't looked at the stats. 46%. We're not going to make every shot, but we made enough shots. If we would have dunked the ball and not given up a three, we would have win. We, we would win. Well, if you dunk we the did. ball and give up a three, you still win, Rick. <laughs> that, that is it. They got down to one possession a game. Like, and we didn't execute on the defensive end on the backside the way we talked about it cost us the game. And then then they asked him the last question. On the message, what's your message to the team? I know they're frustrated and disappointed. We have got to get smarter. We do. We have enough experience out there. You can look at Julian not dunking the ball. I'm not sure what was going through his head there. It's like his message to the team, he goes right back to Julian Phillips not Mm -hmm. dunking the ball and not being smart. Yeah. He basically says our team is full of – you know, idiots. We'll come back. We'll kick off hour two. Phone calls, 865-546-8200. Big Arch Philly phone lines next.